Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Use Guys in That Podcast, the decimation of your asshole upon horseback. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for being part of it. Uh, don't forget about the bit shoot. I remembered this time, Angel. Don't don't forget about the bit shoot. Uh, subscribe if you can on there. That would be great. We are sponsored by GorisNexus.com, Vandalay Industries, of course. Thank you very much. And the rest of our sponsors, we will mention at the end. We will repeat it, okay? So check out our sponsors, patronize them if you can. Uh, we're we're going to talk about some interesting stuff here today. First and foremost, okay. Now, as dangerous as Akron, Ohio, those of you, by the way, hello to our friends in Uzbekistan. Never thought in a million years we'd have people listening in Central Asia, and we have listeners in Uzbekistan. So thank you for uh, for joining us and checking out the show. We also grabbed some listeners in Tunisia, in North Africa, which is pretty rad. Pretty excited for that. Say hi to the folks in India, too, as well. Uh, and Singapore. We have listeners showing up in Singapore. You guys are on tour. Well, in your device that you're listening to anyway. So we're happy to have you. I'm sure we'll disappoint you, but just hang in there. We bring you more of the same. Now, this was some local big news that we didn't cover. By the way, we're on indictment watch. Uh, Lord Commander, former President of the United States, Donald John Trump, uh, could be sent to jail or rung up on charges here by grand jury at any moment. They dismissed the jury earlier today for whatever reason. We don't know if they're going to come back tomorrow or later on tonight. We don't know. We're living in limbo right now. But uh, Lord Donald Trump, uh, first of his name, former King of the United States, is uh, potentially going to be arrested anytime soon. He's going to get indicted. So we are an indictment watch right now as we speak. We're going to talk a little bit about that later on and the horse face, which is one of the funniest moments of the last 20 years that a sitting president called a porn star. He paid for fucking horse face on Twitter. It'll live forever, at least as long as we do. Uh, perhaps not forever, but it's really funny. Speaking of not funny, though, so recently, Angel, I'm sure you heard about this. So check this out. The, that we recently had uh, a murder incident in the city of Akron, uh, not related to neo-Nazis, like, um, you know, was it a week ago that we were talking about those mm -hmm. assholes? Yeah. This is non-related to Nazis. The Nazis didn't kill anybody. They didn't start the revolution or stop drag shows. Uh, it's still the Jews' fault, though. Just ask them. They'll tell you. Uh, we had an incident here where there were three individuals who were found bound and gagged and executed in the Akron area, two in Akron specifically, and then one in Copley, which is west of Akron. Okay. Interesting enough, there was a fourth victim that survived. Mm. So we're going to go through that. Okay. Okay. The Copley Police Department released new details about the surviving victim in a triple homicide where the bodies of three men found bound and gagged in two locations in Summit County. On March 10th, just about 7 a.m. and prior to the discovery of the bodies of three men, Copley Police said the department received a call about a, quote, rain-soaked male walking in the area. Angel, that could have been me on any given day with my dog. Yeah, I could get picked up for being rain soaked all the time. Yeah, it, that's true. It rains here often. We're like, excuse me, there's a large pasty Irishman walking around with a dog. He's rain soaked. The cops are just going to come out and shoot my dog and kill me. Uh, let's hope not. But 
He was soaking wet. He was he was cold. He was tired, said Copley Detective Mike Yovano. I bet Mike used all of his skills that he got at the police academy and determined that the man was soaking wet, cold, and tired. He was like, I went to police academy. Let me figure out what's wrong with this guy. He's cold, wet, soaking, and tired. Ah, that's what it is. Okay, so they found him, right? Okay. The man spoke little English. So responding officers used the translation app on the phone to communicate with him. He told officers he had been abandoned by his friends the night before. Police took the man to the Haven of Rest shelter in Akron and dropped him off. For those of you that are not familiar with the area, the Haven of Rest Ministries uh, is an organization, a nonprofit that uh, helps uh, the homeless. Now, where my loading dock is and where I used to work is right down the street from the Haven of Rest Ministries, okay? It's on Market Street. Now, what do we know about the Haven Arrest? The Haven Arrest has rules, Angel. Yes. Uh, I believe it's nine o'clock. Lights out. Like you yeah. got to be in bed. In this, and you will you will have a bed, a shower, and food. They but will you got to be back in by a certain time, and et no cetera, dope. et cetera. Yeah. No dope. No drinking. No fucking around. Well, guess what? The people that want to fuck around ride the H train to 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 the abyss. Smoke that crack, whatever it is that they do. Uh, meth, meth is still fairly popular. Maybe a little fentanyl sprinkled in there, like like Salt Bay with fentanyl. Yeah, right there. Uh, they go underneath the bridges in town and they get doped up. I've taken uh, Snapchat video of an individual who was nodding off after shooting up while the train was about to roll through from um, uh, Wheeling Lake Erie. That's the uh, rail rail line that runs through downtown Akron. So I guess we weren't in danger of um, having sodium chloride go into the air. Just different things would kill us with that train. But, yeah, I mean, it's prevalent, man. It's it's prevalent. So they get booted out. They're like, you're not going to behave yourself. You're not going to stay here. So they're out fucking around. Okay? Okay. So that's what the Haven Arrest does. They do the best to try to help people. Later that morning, the body of a man who had been bound and gagged and shot in the head was found in a ditch in the 2100 block of Wright Road. That person had been identified as Domingo Castillo Reyes, 35, from Youngstown, according to the Summit County Medical Examiner's orifice. Youngstown, ladies and gentlemen, we've told you on this show before, Youngstown is underrated for how dangerous it is. Officers then went back to the shelter and took the man to the police station. With the help of a translator from a federal law enforcement agency, officers interviewed the man. Authorities said the man made statements that connected him to the scene where the body was found on White Road. <clears throat> the man told police that, you know, he had not been with friends and abandoned. Uh, he had been kidnapped along with three other men who were from the Youngstown area. He went on to say that the kidnapper shot the man who was later found dead on White Road. Uh, right, not white, as in a white supremacist. Uh, right, W-R-I-G-H-T is in Wright Patterson. And shot him in the head, but he was only grazed by the bullet. What a lucky bastard, Right. Oh, my God. He had played dead until the kidnappers mm -hmm. left and got up and was attempting to walk back to Youngstown. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are not familiar with the area, to walk from Akron to Youngstown, it takes about an hour to drive between the two towns. Maybe 50 minutes if you're really hauling ass and the coppers are not out there. So walking to Youngstown would be a bit of a journey. Okay, It ain't walking to Mordor, but it's not like walking to you know a corner shop to get cigarettes. Okay. So he was walking back to Youngstown. Police note, were notified about a man walking in the rain. By the grace of God, the surviving victim was uninjured. He was able to flee the area once he felt the suspects had left. 
Yovano said, using his police detective skills, I'm sure. That afternoon, Copley police were driving the main, the man, excuse me, around to see if he could recognize the home he had been held. When officers stopped at a marathon gas station around 5 p.m., the man told police he spotted someone there who was one of the kidnappers. For those of you who are wondering where the marathon station is, I'll tell you exactly where this one is. For those of you familiar with the Akron area. The marathon in question is on Route 162 and White Pond Drive. Okay, so White 162 is an east to west, west to east, whatever runs east to west uh, all the way from Akron to Medina. Okay, and White Pond uh, kind of snakes around. This is right by I-77. You can walk to I-77 relatively easily. There's a McDonald's, there's a bar. And then uh, on a corner there, uh, there's a Jewish funeral home. I know some of you would be like, oh, my God, how disgusting. I know. I know who you are. Uh, but, um, yeah, so it's right there. For those of you from the area, that's on the west side of 77 uh, if you're going north. Okay? So this is where it's at. I mean, I can see it right now. I've, I've filled up at that petrol station and purchased cigarettes in my past uh, when I was a smoker. Right down. It's right there. Okay? So this is the marathon. Okay? That individual, later identified as Elias Gudino, 58, went with police to the station voluntarily and was charged with aggravated murder and attempted aggravated murder in connection with the two shootings. Yovana was amazed by the chance encounter at the gas station. This is a job where you get lucky sometimes. In a crime of this magnitude, we're fortunate that luck was on our side. That same morning, a man driving near Cordova Avenue and Red, Bu- Red Bush Road in Akron spotted two bodies in the woods. One was found face up and the other one face down. Both of them bound and gagged and each had been shot in the head. The victims have identified as Inmer Reyes, 25, and Victor Varela Rodriguez, 31. Both are from Youngstown, according to the medical examiner. Akron police consider Gudino a suspect in the homicide, but he hasn't been charged in connection with the Akron men who were found bound and gagged. Akron and Copley police are working together in a joint investigation of three homicides. Authorities say more charges are pending against Gudino, and they believe and believe that they are there are additional people involved in the crime. Okay, so word to the wise: it be careful when you're in Youngstown. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Secondly. I'm just going to go out on a limb and maybe Angel will want to pull me back from I'm going to go up to the uh, to the parapet. Okay. Maybe she wants to pull me back down. Maybe. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to hazard a guess. Let's put it that way. Not a risk. Let's say I'm going to hazard a guess. Okay. This is cartel related. Probably. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um but i mean they're not they're they're not giving everybody all of the details and they're saying more people are involved um but they're not saying why <laughs> i mean like to kidnap them from youngstown and drive them to akron mm-hmm. three people and there's one guy or there are multiple guys like what kind of car was this fuck driving that kidnapped these people like was it like a fucking suburban was it you know i don't know all of the details mm-hmm. but they <laughs> they refused to provide the name at first of the person you know initially in the story who they found um 
they said that there was a survivor, but they weren't going to give the names or the details at first, like, because mm -hmm. they were still investigating. Mm -hmm. um, now they've released the names of everybody and where they were from. And they've also released the name of the person who allegedly kidnapped these men and tried to murder all three of them. One got away. So now, if it is cartel-related, and I don't know if the cartel reads the newspaper or stories or follows up with shit, but if it is cartel-related, then these people, this one survivor is going to have a hell of a time. Because where is he right now? I would imagine he's in police custody or at least protection because he's a witness. Yeah um which means he and there's if you recall the article that we just talked about there is a federal law enforcement which i guarantee is the dea it's either the dea or customs and i'm betting it's the dea because they're from you're saying they're from youngstown mm -hmm. uh they didn't say originally from ciudad juarez or something like that so i, mean, I don't know i mean and they can't speak english okay mm -hmm. like or very little english mm -hmm. and that's not knocking them, like saying, you no. know, anything bad. But typically, if it is somebody that's been in the States for a long period of time, they pick up some English, they're able to communicate. Um, you know, I work with a lot of people who, who call in and they aren't English first speakers, but they're able to communicate with me and understand things and have a conversation. And they can tell me, the difference between a friend mm -hmm. and the difference between somebody tried to fucking murder me. Right. So the guy who talked to police, right. So like in Mexico, you don't trust the police because the police are on the dole, right. They're getting paid from the cartel, right. To mm -hmm. like shut the fuck up. Or if I inform on you, like to a police officer, police officer going to let you know, mm -hmm. and then you're going to kill me. So he could have said, based upon the two stories, you know, the, the first one provided and the second one from between the two cops, he could have said, oh, my friends just left me here. Like, I, I, I don't know. And they took him to a homeless shelter, which was weird. Instead of offering to, you know, take him someplace else, they just took him to someplace more dangerous, mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion. Um, or like, you know, offering to how to get him services or call somebody that he knows and Youngstown to come and pick him up, keep him, you know, safe at a police station. He can't speak English. He just drops him off someplace where he's going to be surrounded by English first speakers and he can't still speak English. Right. So okay. there's an issue with that. Like, I don't know why the police didn't help him further, but whatever. Um, do your due diligence as a fucking human, number one. Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't cool. But then the second story, he's like, we were kidnapped. Like... They were kidnapped from Young's and driven all the way to Akron. No, something happened. It could be. And maybe they drove all the way to Akron thinking they'll dump the bodies there. And they're not familiar with the area because, I mean, there's plenty of play. I mean, they, they drove through sort of the southern. T I mean, depending on how they got here, if they took 80, they went through uh, the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. And there are plenty of places to get lost there, if yeah, you, especially they, if you don't know what you're doing. But they dropped <clears> him <throat> off on the side of a fucking road where yeah. they could be easily seen. Like, it must have been ad hoc. It must have happened like quickly. Or, yeah, I don't know. something happened. Perhaps. I mean, I, and again, I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm not saying I'm right. 
uh, but something doesn't add up automatically. Um, not to mention, uh, before the show started, Angel had mentioned, like, you know, why didn't they double tap them? Like, I mean, we, I've watched uh, terrible videos from the cartel violence in, in Mexico where they videotaped the entire uh, execution process, um, including the throat cutting, the beheading with axes, shit like that. And I've watched them shoot people. They usually make sure they turn them into Swiss cheese. This, I don't know if this was just like, again, at, on uh, ad hoc, you know, on the fly. Oh shit. We got to get rid of these people. Um, I'm glad that the guy survived. The question is how long is he going to survive for if this is cartel related, but the idea that the cartel isn't here and in major cities across the fruited plain <clears throat> is, is I believe we empirically false. Like yeah. we can demonstrate that they are here. Is the level of violence going to spill over to the point that like it's in Mexico? Uh, I don't know. It remains to be seen. I think there's several mitigating factors that will come into play that will at least keep the violence to not exploding into the level of violence that we have, uh, that they have there. And we wouldn't see that here. There's a couple of, I believe, mitigating factors that would prevent it from escalating to the point where it's open civil war, multifactional civil war in Mexico. And I'm sure that there are political scientists and uh, analysts who are like, well, I don't exactly agree with that take. Well, that's fine. You're wrong because we do have a multifactional civil war. Okay. Now, how do we define the civil war? Okay. So we have the forces of the state. Okay. That is the federal government of Mexico with assistance, uh, you know, from the United States, right? Australia, Canada, Colombia. All right. And the popular revolutionary army, which we kind of talked about before on the show against the Sinaloa cartel, mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the CGNG, the Gulf Cartel, Los Metros. Uh, it's funny because their name is the Viagras. Because mm -hmm. I immediately think of the Dick Hard Pill. Because yeah. I mean, obviously they're not taking super male vitality. Otherwise, they'd run the whole show. Right? But uh, the La Familia Michoacana, that's another cartel. So, the like... Juarez Cartel, Los Zetas. Right? So you have all these different groups. Hold on just one second. They'll fight each other. And then they'll fight the Mexican government. And yes. then the Mexican government has individuals in it who will eventually take bribes and end up working for the cartel. And they're fighting for control of the route because that's what this all boils down to is who controls the flow of drugs due to American domestic drug policy. Go ahead. I'm sorry, please. Um, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. I think... Um, it was gonna it had something to do with the original story and the and the, this um the releasing of the names tells me that it's not in connection to the cartel really okay well, directly but that doesn't always mean that because like what what are you what's the bridge here why don't you think because that, because like two out of the three are dead and if the third one is related to cartel and they were trying to murder him and there was more to um, this whole story and connection with a drug bust and everything else, they would have never released the names. Okay. Because then it's a connection back to, you know, 
the person, right? But sometimes they still, the cops still just release the names and they fuck up like a bunch of morons. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't always mean it, everything. And I know that. But the fact that, you know, like there's a couple of different things happening. So this guy who killed them or men or whom, whatever happened, the, the whole story isn't there. But I'm not sure, you know, it, cartel related possibly. Could have been this guy just fucking went rogue. It, it could be. Uh, it, it could be. And it most likely. It, it, I, I think it probably is related. Drug, at least drug related. I drug related. Would, I would some some sort of shenanigans, obviously. Yeah. So th- this kind of dovetails into what we're going to talk about next south of the border down Mexico way where the tuna fish play. Uh, just south ask Tony the for border. Soprano. There you go. What you doing eating sushi, Uncle June? <laughs> uh, some people laugh and the rest will need an explanation. Watch The Sopranos and you'll get the joke. So to give you a bit of understanding of what's happening south of the border here from 2006 until the present, we have statistics coming up to 2021. Uh, the drug war south of the border has claimed at least... 41,034 dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. A total, and that's in war conflicts between identified uh, actors, a total of 350,000 to 400,000 dead from organized crime homicides from 2006 to 2021. Almost half a million dead. Yeah. Okay. We lost 60,000 Americans in Vietnam. Uh, We lost, what, 300,000 killed or something like that in World War II. Americans, like in Europe, okay? Uh, I'm not talking about the Pacific. These are staggering statistics for something that people are refusing to call a civil war. We lost 600,000 people dead in our civil war, okay? And it was a two-faction civil war. So... If people want to have the argument that this is not a multi-faction civil war based on what? Because it's not the objective is not to uh, overthrow the government and install a different one. Well, if the cartels beat the Mexican government, wouldn't the Mexican government collapse? And then we have a void and then somebody's going to fill that void. And it's probably going to be one of the big cartels. Right. Because, yeah. I mean. There, there's. I'm not saying that's the only variable. There are multiple variables in this particular situation. But for those who want to argue, it's well, it doesn't actually fit the uh, the definitions of what would be a civil war. Okay, whatever you learned in your level 200 poly, uh, political science class, that's fine. You can go ahead and believe that. That's okay. There are plenty of people who do agree with the fact that this is a multi-faction civil war. Now. I'm going to ask Angel this. Okay. Okay. Now, this, this is a personal question. I want you to really think about this. Have you ever considered getting plastic surgery? Um, like altering, like, my face and things like that? No. Liposuction, yes. Liposuction, yes. If you were to get liposuction, okay, you know, the process here in the United States costs a couple thousand dollars. It's not a cheap deal, but it's not like heart surgery, right? Yes. 
if you wanted to save a few dollars, would you be willing to venture into Ciudad Juarez? No. Really? Is it because you're racist? Uh, It's because I'm terrified of being killed while I'm asleep and they're sucking the fat out of me. Like, I don't... That's a very delicate procedure, and I, I ain't chancing it to anybody else but doctors in the U.S. and A. Okay. All right. So I'm glad. That, the reason why I bring this up is that Mexico has a medical tourism industry. Okay? Okay. And it doesn't always work out for you. So when they tell you they're going to give you a tit job, like you want to go to some C's because you've got A's, instead of just, you know, rocking what uh, nature gave you and just... If they don't like your boobs, somebody else can suck on them if that guy doesn't, ladies. I mean, just remember that, okay? What one, when one man is going to turn you down for, there's about 100 of them that won't, okay? Trust me. Most guys are all shapes and sizes kind of men, unless they really are particular, in which case I'm not so sure you want to be with them anyway. Know your worth, ladies. But also know this, that going down to Mexico uh, can be the worst choice of your life when it comes to medical tourism. So just days after four Americans were kidnapped and two were killed while crossing the Mexican border, Mexico's president says his country is safer than the United States of America. I'm going to use an accent for this one, Angel. So we're going to, you know, we're not on, we're not on YouTube. So I'm going to get away with it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. Quote, Mexico is safer than the United States. And there is no problem with traveling safely across Mexico. Presidente Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador said during his daily press briefing, quote, that is something that U.S. citizens know and something our fellow countrymen know. It is not that they are afraid. It is not that this violence you mentioned really exists. No, it's manipulation, pure and vile manipulation, end quote. Yes, just manipulation, Mr. President. The group was reportedly traveling for cheap medical procedures, highlighting the dangers of medical tourism. The industry brings big money for Mexico, but going under the knife at a Mexican clinic has left many Americans fighting for their lives. Justine Rodriguez had had bariatric procedure done that left her fighting for her life and on a feeding tube for nearly three years. I was nervous about the surgery, but like I said, I was desperate, said Justine. Rodriguez was nearly 400 pounds when the Idaho native made the decision to get weight loss surgery. Her insurance would not cover the procedure, so she went to Tijuana. That was probably the worst choice ever made in my life, Rodriguez said. The 2016 surgery only cost $5,000, but left Rodriguez now 37 with major complications. My lungs collapsed. My kidneys and my liver were going. The infection went to my brain, said Rodriguez. Medical tourism is a booming business in Mexico. Every year, more than a million Americans cross the border to save up to 70% on elective procedures. According to Patients Beyond Borders, the most common procedures are dental work and cosmetic and weight loss surgeries. Patients Beyond Borders writes a guide to international medical travel. Didn't even know this was a thing. In Mexico, there's less regulation, so you need to do your homework, says Joseph Woodman, the CEO of Patients Beyond Borders. As seen this month in Metamoros, Mexico, crossing the border can be deadly. We got used to patients being pretty much 100% safe when they cross the border, even at the dangerous territories, said Woodman. But as long as it's cheaper south of the border, Americans will take the risk. The money is not worth it. It's not worth your life, Rodriguez says. I agree with her. 
No, it's not. And then, okay, so this lady got this gastric bypass or sleeve or what the fuck ever, right? Fat surgery. Like, okay, number one, that surgery is extremely fucking dangerous in itself. In the United States, you can have complications and die. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, it is not to be fucked around with. Secondly, after you have that surgery, there are a lot of things that happen to you. Okay? Like, yeah, you lose weight. You can't eat as much you know, whatever. And I'm sure it helps a lot of people who are extremely overweight. Okay. But then you have another thing that fucking happens to where you better fucking exercise and you better strengthen your core and everything else. Otherwise you're going to develop problems with your intestines and all this other shit. So like, just because you get the fat surgery doesn't mean that it ends there. Then you have to get the skin removal surgery. Oh yeah. Okay. That's chop. (laughs) Like, there's a lot that goes into it okay like mm-hmm. and it's not just you can get sick and die in the u.s from a surgery too like that 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 surgery is is extremely dangerous like no matter where you get it yeah i have a tendency to agree with you i certainly wouldn't i i mean i wouldn't if i even was ever you know to consider getting any kind of surgery i wouldn't go across the border dental i mean i don't know I got a friend of mine who was going to go literally uh, saving his money to fly to Belgium to get his teeth uh, fixed. I mean, I don't know if the Belgians are known for uh, dental work. I'm not 100% sure. Perhaps some of our I mean, they have dentists there. I'm sure sure they do. And I also know that they have dentists in Sierra Leone. Would I want to go to a dentist in Sierra Leone? I don't know. It's not usually a popular destination for dental procedures for Westerners, but whatever. So... I mean, doesn't mean that like every place has bad dentists just because Certainly of the not. location. Certainly not. So you know, the CDC has also released alerts now. Take it for what you will. The CDC, which is known for the transparency and honesty. Oh, yeah. Uh, released alerts after finding several patients who contracted serious infections linked to uh, clinics in Mexico that are resistant to antibiotics. OK, so be very careful when you head down. You're going to make it over there. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Fair enough. All right. So that's that part of the news. Now, again, if you're really looking to, you know, perhaps get that surgery or whatever the case may be, I, I mean, I, 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 you better watch out because your ass might be kidnapped afterwards. I can understand the desperation to want to get that taken care of. I, I mean, I guess in a way like, OK, it's like, you know, maybe. This is the best route for me. I can't, you know, spend, I don't have a lot of money to spend on it or what have you, but just, you know, think about this and be careful because, you know, the cartel knew they fucked up when they literally, uh, like, like, I don't know what they did with the guys that committed the murder of the two Americans, but they were like, we handled it. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're going to give you their remains back. Uh, this was a huge mistake. Uh, the cartel took like responsibility mm-hmm. because, the Mexican cartels can fight the Mexican government and, you know, can go nose to nose, but I don't think they'd have a very, I don't think they'd do very well against the United States military. Again, we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll see. And there's, here's the question. Okay. Okay. So right now, some of the more usual suspects are uh, doing uh saber rattling again. Okay. There's a lot going on out there. There's Russia is still in Ukraine. 
Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Armenia and Azerbaijan are fighting again. Again. Ugh. Okay. Uh, the cartel violence in Mexico is out of control. Yeah. We bring you more of the same. I right. Mean, nothing is really changing here. How, no. And once again, the United States of America loves a foreign war. Absolutely loves a foreign war. Love <laughs> to stick our fat fucking United States cock into that pudding. It's one of our favorite things to do. Well, maybe not our, but it's certainly the federal government uh, and, you know, those who are interested and probably profit from this yeah. sort of thing. So Dan Crenshaw, that would be John McCain with an eye patch, mm-hmm. okay, Republican, and Michael Waltz, Republican from Florida, Oh yay. have introduced a joint resolution in Congress to authorize your president, who has dementia, the use of armed forces uh, for the purpose of fighting the Mexican cartel. Why? Senator Lindsey Graham, big shock. Pledged to introduce similar legislation designating the Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. Representative James Comer, Kentuckistan, Republican, said it was a mistake to not have bombed the meth labs in Mexico when then President Donald Trump, who's soon to be indicted, asked his Secretary of Defense about this possibility. Former Attorney General. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's eating his Big Mac. He's like, Can so, we just bomb him? Like, what do you think? Can we just. I don't know, cruise missile, like he's another bite, you know, just eating away. Definitely. I would like, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like if I was, if I was the president, like I'd probably ask that question about several different things multiple times a day. What if we just (laughs) did this? Not necessarily bombing, but like, couldn't we just maybe, I don't know, say no? (laughs) like how about we table this discussion so this gets deeper yeah so put your muck boots on because the poop is about to reach your calves okay former attorney general william barr has even pressed the military for action whether or not the mexican government participates so for those of you who are ignorant of history and there are many of you not our listeners of course but maybe perhaps you're new (laughs) um you like how i covered there that was good no, I'm serious. A lot you've heard us talk about this before, and I know a lot of you're familiar. So here good Jay. Jay's going back there again. So World War One. Okay. It all goes back to World War One. Okay. There was a general that went over uh to Europe for the American Expeditionary Force mm-hmm. named General John Blackjack Pershing. In fact, there is a street in Akron and probably many other cities named Pershing Avenue, who was named after yes. General Pershing. Yes. What he was doing before World War One was he was chasing a Mexican chap named Pancho Villa. Oh, really? All over Mexico. You don't say. Northern Mexico, he was chasing him down. He was a bandito. Bandito. He was, he was robbing trains and doing stuff, and the fucking U.S. Army was like, let's get his ass. And they they crossed the border. All right. And to go fight... Uh, Fight the banditos, los federales and los bandidos. Yeah. Then yeah. what happened? Uh, Pancho Villa, I believe, got away. You don't say. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe he's kicking with Obama or uh, not Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Osama. Shit. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Sorry, Barack. I mean, either way. Like... Sorry, Barack. No, no, no. Pancho Villa is dead. He can't be on Martha's Vineyard. I mean, come on. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe they did like a conjuration. <laughs> maybe. 
The idea of blaming and punishing Mexico has been politically expedient. From the U.S. Army's punitive expedition against Pancho Villa during the Mexican Revolution to Trump's tweet in 2019 that it was time the United States to wage war, capital W-A-R. I miss those tweets. On the drug cartels and wipe them off the face of the earth. Yeah, let's do it. Relying on Mexico as a scapegoat has also had bipartisan support. Presidents George W. Bush and Barack Hussein Obama, peace be upon him, also reportedly considered designating the cartels as terrorist organizations. While the objective of addressing drug-related violence south of the border should be a priority for both the U.S. and Mexican governments, military force is likely to exacerbate the problem instead of resolving it. I've read this before. I don't remember which military incursion it was, but I've read about this before. Okay. There is growing evidence that the militarization of anti-drug efforts contributes to additional violence without any long-term reduction in the demand or supply of drugs. Now we're getting somewhere. It is also based on the false premise that drug trafficking organizations magically disappear at the border as if only Mexicans participated in the multi-billion dollar business instead of having intricate binational networks that meet Americans' demands of narcotics in the United States of America. While researching for U.S.-led military solutions might make for flashy headlines and score easy political points, the real commitment to addressing drug-related violence requires other more effective measures from both governments. Mexico must strengthen its judiciary to reduce the rampant impunity that allows drug trafficking organizations to operate without consequences. It should also invest in developing civilian police that can gradually replace the armed forces and law enforcement. Before I continue on with this, I want to make it very clear. And Angel knows about this because we talked about it. Not on this show necessarily, but privately. We, we know for a fact that there was one, at least one incident I'd have to find it. I don't have, I didn't bring it. I didn't like bring it up for the show, but I'm remembering now. There was one incident where there was a judge uh, in Mexico who was going to uh, hear a case of one of the members of the drug cartel. Something terrible happened. Okay. And he was approached by uh, folks that obviously were in the cartel and they put a couple of pictures in front of him and they were like, I just want you to let you know, that's your daughter, right? And that's your wife, and that's the school she goes to. And they keep, you know, handing pictures and saying, uh, "We know that she gets picked up at this time. Uh, we know that she gets dropped off at this time. Uh, we know where your wife gets her hair done." And they literally said, "We are going to give you. I, I think it was at least a million dollars cash to leave, take your family, and never come back, or." We're going to kill your children, your wife, and then we're going to kill you. The judge took the money. And I don't care who's listening to this. I'm fucking taking you're, the money. You're taking the money. Like, hello. I have a wife. I have a son. Now, was it a million U.S. dollars? Yes. wasn't pesos. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nice try. No, it was the real deal. Uh, they were greenbacks. Um, gringo cash as a gringo were. cash. All right. Yeah. You cash the U S cash dollars, federal USA. reserve notes. Yes. Number one. Uh, I would do the same thing. I would take the money. Absolutely. It's not even, it's a no brainer. No, no question at all. No brainer. Uh, well, what about, you know, integrity? I like, don't have any integrity at that point. None zero. I have an obligation to make sure my family is unharmed. And, uh, I'll see you later. Your, your integrity is to protect your family and yes. yourself. 
you are your own agents in your self-protection and the like in the protection of your family mm-hmm. so you would all do the same if you're not stupid but I have no integrity to the fucking law or the system at that point. No. Like, fuck that. They're not going to protect you. Like, what ethics? At that point, you know what I mean? Like, they they can't help you and you can't do your job. That's right. So you have to take the money and you have to get the fuck out of there. And then you won't, like, I don't know what their, their court system's like, but here in America, like, when a, a judge is uh, compromised... Like, he just can no longer practice, right? right? Like, he can't be a judge anymore. Right. So, at that point, <laughs> I mean, in Mexico, do they have the same rules? Don't know. Good question. I know they have the similar they have federal system, and it's, you know, a confederate. It's a confederate. I don't call it. It's a federation. They have the same systems and allegedly checks and balances, except their presidency is one term for six years as opposed to, like, you know, two terms potentially for a candidate here. Yeah. There's this, you get one term for six years and then you're done. That's it. You're finished. You can't run again. It's over. Okay. Which I don't exactly have an, any opposition to. I mean, put up with one asshole for six years or put up with one, one asshole for eight years. I'd love for you to get out of here at six. That'd be nice. You know what I mean? Imagine, you know, two years less of uh, some jerk off that these idiots decided to vote for. Brilliant. Um, or two years more. Or two years more. I mean, clearly we've made a choice here. <laughs> Democracy has uh, prevailed. So um, I just want to addition. There's another solution they say to this problem that is uh, complete. Like it's a flaming pile of horseshit. Now again, MSN is not known for their unbiased reporting. Okay, I know some of you mm. think uh, you know you rely on this shit. Let me explain something to you. They have an agenda. Just listen to this. Okay. Those of you that are, have been listening to the show for a long time will automatically begin to smell the bullshit from uh, the notes that I have in front of me. The U.S. needs to reduce the number of guns funneled to Mexico. In turn, the United States can be started by reducing or restricting flow of weapons into Mexico and getting serious about the financial controls to choke drug cartels' finances. Okay. We do have a record of when American weapons did go across the border. And it was the Attorney General Eric Holder who was responsible for it in Operation Gunrunner. Okay? Or Fast and Furious, excuse me. Fast and Furious. Nobody went to jail. Mm-hmm. Nobody went to jail. Okay? No one. No one. And I believe it was American Border Patrol agents that were killed as a result with these weapons that just walked their way over. Um, if you watch the videos, and I've told people about El Blog del Narco, just type that in, okay? Um, it's not for the faint of heart. I will tell you that. Uh, I watched uh, somebody get uh, flayed alive. Okay. Don't it's, watch that shit. I haven't. I'm telling you that I have. Okay. Okay? It's brutal. I, let's not talk about it. And we, Brian and I watched it with Maz uh, without the volume. <laughs> And then I watched it again. With the volume, it's an entirely different uh, no, experience. No, don't do it. Bad. Stop it. I'm just so, saying, I'm telling people not to go there. Not you. I'm not talking to you. I think you should go there and see for yourself because I'll tell you what, the weapons that they have are military grade. They're military grade. You don't buy that shit at the local gun shop that's down the street from here. We're not talking about them looking at the weapons. We're talking about them watching people get murdered. My point is that the weapons that they're using for these staged executions, you should see the hardware that these fucking people roll with. This is like 
but fully automatic weapons. But you don't have to watch the videos to see that. You can probably do a Google search. You could probably do a Google search, or you could watch the video and see for yourself that they, in fact, have military-grade weapons. That's not your local gun shop, okay? That's not. It's not your local gun shop, okay? They... I don't even want to speculate as to how they get them because all of you could put the the pieces together and start to figure things out. Sure, they could have captured things from the government. Sure, the agents of the state end up getting bribed into selling equipment. Once again, we're back to square one. They don't exist in the way they exist now without American domestic drug policy. We have to look at that. I know a lot of squares out there are like, well, if, you know, we legalized tomorrow, you know, who, if more people are going to do it, people are going to do drugs whether you make them illegal or not. And maybe laws deter some people. I smoked a shitload of reefer when I was a kid. I knew it was illegal. I didn't give a fuck. I want to get stoned. Right? How about alcohol? Alcohol was illegal for you to consume. I remember being 12, drinking Genesee cream ale. Mm-hmm. Warm in the garage. That you, but you took it from your parents. Or we drank it from whoever else could get their hands on it. Right, from their parents or whom. Or their siblings were able to talk to their friends and, you know, whatever the case may be. We stole a keg of beer from Peabody's Down Under in 1997 at the Battle of the Bands. It's a heavy-ass keg of beer. Any of you ever picked up a full one? We robbed that place. Okay. By we, I mean, I was there. I didn't touch it. Statue of limitations. I, I, I retract my statement. Whatever. I'm going to have the Peabody's people coming after me tomorrow. God damn it, it was you. No, it wasn't me. I'm clean and sober. Uh, but the point is here, just because something is illegal doesn't mean it's going to be deterring individuals from trying it or experimenting. And people are going to die, and it sucks, and it's tragic. But it's happening now anyway. And all of you who love to tax shit and pay for things, I mean, look at how much revenue it was a Colorado is making off of tax uh, taxation on reefer. I mean, we're talking billions of dollars of yeah. revenue here. So, I mean, put that money to good use. Right. Because the lottery sure ain't doing it, even though we were told it would. Okay. So consider that. The lottery's rigged. <laughs> Somebody from California always wins. It's bullshit. I don't even want to talk about that either. Like, that's why I said I need to see a doctor. You need to see a doctor. Because I have anger management problems. Like, seriously. Like, I get fucking pissed off at this shit. Like, and I don't need to be. I really don't need to be. But and I don't even know why I get that level of mad, but I'm like, you it's like it's like every day, it's like it's the last straw, right? Like you hear one more thing and you're like, God damn it. It's true. It's true. It's just like the Salt Bay thing pissed me off so bad today. <laughs> For those of you who are not B-siders, if you do, you contribute to the Patreon. It's two bucks a month. You get the extra content. You're complaining about a certain uh, Turkish Ottoman uh, butcher and um, the prices they charge. It's ridiculous. Like, I didn't even really know that this person existed until Jay talked to me about it. Probably... I don't know, maybe six, eight months ago, something like that. I bet I heard rumblings of this salt bay. He, he, like, yeah, no. What, what she heard was during the World Cup, which is a soccer competition, Salt Bay is a big fan of Argentina, even though he's from Turkey. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. Clout chasing him, sure. He managed to get himself on the field and hoisted the World Cup championship trophy, even though the rules say. Only the players who win it 
are allowed to like hoist it up like they want something. And this asshole is on the field getting his picture taken with all this shit happening. And he got banned from like the tournament for forever. They were like, you know what? We're really embarrassed because of you. You're fucking out of here. So he's gone. And just the price. Anyway, check out the B side. It's 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 for the mentally ill that that want to eat there. And um, that's all I had to say about it. I said everything I needed to say on the B side. You check that out. Okay, for your own good. Indictment watch. Lord Commander, former president of the United States, as he says, your favorite president, said that he was going to get arrested yesterday. Okay, he predicted on Truth Social that he was going to get arrested, that he would be indicted, and the National Guard was called out to New York because uh, his supporters were, um, you know, going to be out there doing I don't know what, maybe... I know that everybody the clutching of pearls and oh no another January six, yeah I don't know if that's what was going to happen. All right, so Truth Social is where His Majesty Donald Trump hangs out, right? So I haven't been able to see what it looks like because I, I you have to have a username and and a password to get in mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Should we do that right now, Angel? What? Let, let's check it out. Okay, so. Enter my birthday. Okay. Well, I'm not going to repeat that on air. All right. So I was it's born. It's five five fifty five. Yo. I was born in 1976, and it was let's say I was born on February 31st. You're right, Jay. It doesn't exist. I know that's the point. So we'll say that. Okay. Yep. That was me. Enter my name. Okay. Uh, today my name. Uh, my name is Bulge Shafthard. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Bulge Shafthard. Please don't tell me that name's been taken. All right, they sent me an email. Let's see if Mr. Bulge Shafthard can get himself onto Truth Social, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let's see here. All right, Truth Social. See what we got going on here. I'm confirming my email address. All right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see what Lord Commander Donald Trump is up to. All right. All right. So it's asking for my phone number, 8765309. Is that the name of the song, Angel? I don't know the name of that song, but I know that's the chorus. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So let's do that. Okay. Uh, they sent me a six-digit code. All right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to do this right now so that we can see what the hell he's up to. I, you know what? I've determined after all this talk, I fucking hate Salt Bay. <laughs> Why do you hate him? Because I think his face is stupid and his hand and his arm is stupid. <laughs> Why? Because of the, well, it, we can't... this is like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, he is the most ridiculous thing ever. Now, listen, I know you hate the Olive Garden. Okay? <laughs> I know you it's hate It's gone the... downhill. Okay? Would, would you rather eat at Salt Bay's place or the Olive Garden? I would starve to death. <laughs> okay. First um, of all, I ain't going no place where some dude fucking traips around and thinks that he's cool by, like, just throwing salt at shit. Like... I 
I have entered the no fun zone. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's not cool to me. None of that shit. Like, and it's excessive. Okay. All right. <laughs> like to a point that it's like, how is that sustainable? Because eventually the, these fads with these celebrities who are your main market, because like regular folk ain't coming to your restaurant because they can't afford it. Okay. All right. Eventually people are going to want something different. And then what are you going to do with yourself then? I don't know. That's a good question. So this is good here. So I'm on Donald Trump's uh, Truth Social. I'm gonna have some fun with this because I'm gonna I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna blame the Jews for this, and people will be like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. Don't say that. Please. Don't talk like that. Uh, wow. Just look what I just found. A letter from Cohen's lawyer to the Federal Election Commission. This is totally exculpatory and must end the Manhattan District Attorney's witch hunt immediately. Cohen admits that he did it himself. The DA should get on with prosecuting violent criminals so people can walk down the streets of New York without being moited. Then he goes after his his majesty, Lord Commander Ron DeSantis. Now that Ron DeSanctimonious is finally admitting that he's in the race by beginning to fight back, and now that his polls have crashed so he has no other choice, let me explain the facts. He is, for a Republican, an average governor. He got 1.2 million less votes in Florida than me. He fought for massive cuts in Social Security and Medicare and wanted Social Security minimum age to be raised to 70-year-olds or more. He is a disciple of Paul Ryan and did whatever Ryan told him to do so. Florida has been, a, has been successful for many years long before I put Ron there. It's amazing what Ocean and Sunshine will do. Surprise, Ron was a big lockdown governor on the China virus, sealing all beaches and everything else for an extended period of time, was third worst in the nation for COVID-19 deaths, losing 86,000 people, third worst for total number of cases at 7.5 million. Other Republican governors did much better than Ron, and because I allowed them this freedom, never closed their states. Okay, so he posts a bunch of stuff on here. Uh, Antifa lunatics are infiltrating conservative gatherings. Watch out for them and members. And remember, you're still allowed to self-defense in our country. Exclamation point. (laughs) Um, He's, uh, oh gosh, China is laughing at us. They are very happy. (laughs) Oh my God. I've been missing out on all of this for so long. Highly, how can a highly controversial George Soros backed District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who presides over one of the most crime-ridden, violent, and dangerous cities in the United States, with no retribution toward these heinous criminals, bring charges against the 45th president and quite possibly the 47th president of the United States, who received more votes than any sitting president in history, over 75 million, and who is currently leading all candidates by a lot, when there is no crime of any kind. Angel, you got to get on this true social. I'm not getting on there. This is fun. You're going to like it. (laughs) So there we go. So, Angel, what's your bet? Does Donald get, uh, does he get lit up? Does he get uh, indicted? Does he get charged? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they've been saying that he's going to be arrested time and time again. This is true. I don't, I mean, I'd have to like read all the information to determine it um but I, the key words in these articles are p- 
possibly be arrested or, you know, um, could be or whatever the phrasing that they could use. Be. Um, let me go here. Where's that story? Because I was reading it earlier. Um, is it the Stormy Daniels one? Yeah, Stormy Daniels, also known as Horse Face. Um, yeah, it's uh, Anchorage Daily News. Donald Trump had been president for only a month when his longtime lawyer and confident Michael Cohen, confidant, paid him a visit to the Oval Orifice. As the president showed off the Orifice's historical paintings to an awestruck Cohen, he mentioned in passing another less august matter. Don't worry, Michael, Trump said. Your January and February reimbursement checks are coming. The money was to reimburse Cohen for a secret payoff through the adult film actress Stephanie Clifford, who goes by the name Stormy Daniels, delivered in the waning days of the 2016 presidential campaign. The jaw-dropping scene in which the commander-in-chief and his fixer discussed hush money payments to a porn star in the Oval Office was described two years later by Cohen in congressional testimony. In a day-long public hearing before the House Oversight Committee in 2019, Cohen outlined a plot in which Trump agreed to pay the actress to keep her quiet before the presidential vote. The president then worked to hide the money by repaying Cohen slowly over time and falsely classifying the reimbursement as part of a retainer for legal work. Those payments are now at the heart of the investigation led by Manhattan District Alvin Bragg, an elected Democrat who could bring charges against Trump as, as early as this week for allegedly falsifying business records related to the payments. Is Stormy Daniels even worth it? What does she look like? I know she's blonde. Let's see here. None of it's worth it. All right, let's um... take a peek. All right, let me see what she looks like. Oh, my God. Man, she fucks a lot. Ugh, don't talk like that. That's gross. Oh, She's not that. I mean, she's not Are you ugly. looking at the porn? Are you looking at pictures of her, like of, of her face or her I'm horse looking face. at her horse face that's, you know, sometimes got stuff on it. I just typed in Stormy Daniels. And there she is. She doesn't have any makeup on in this one. She's not ugly, but he's a multimillionaire, a billionaire. He could have he could have bought he could have bought the services of somebody else. Well, I wonder why he liked her. And I wonder how his wife feels about it. Right here, it's today. Trump grand jury indictment. How possible arrest in New York could go? Okay. Like possibly he might he might be. We don't know. You know, like it's all up in the air. Trump, how Trump could be arrested? These are the stories. He might he could be arrested if. I mean, they'll just make him pay a shit ton of money. He'll pay it off and he'll move on with his life. And if he does get arrested, he'll just post the fucking bail and get out. Right. But I think the whole reason why he's upset is because he won't be able to run for president again. Why not? If you get arrested, you can't run for he's, president. He's, I mean, yeah. Being a convicted criminal. <laughs> like that's... For real? Is that one of the requirements? Type that in. Uh, Okay. Or I can do it. It doesn't matter. What's so? Yeah, you do it. Can you be president if you are convicted crime could trump still be president if he's charged um let's see here he could still be elected if he's indicted 
but the thing is, is what I have to tell our Republican friends, few and far between that listen, um, he could, he probably would win the um, primary, but he's going to lose the, the general election in a fucking landslide. Nobody wants this cancer anymore. Like they, they don't, these people don't want this. I think Ron has a good chance of winning uh, definitely. But um, according to the law, former president Donald Trump can be elected president if indicted or even convicted in any of the state and federal investigations he's currently facing experts tell abc news there are practical reasons that can make it a challenge trump said over the weekend the annual conservative political action conference that he would absolutely stay in the race for president even if he were criminally indicted i wouldn't even think about leaving he said jack smith uh special counsel currently investigating trump's involvement january 6th attack on the capitol blah 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 blah. in all cases trump has denied wrongdoing thank you constitutional experts also told abc news the previous Supreme Court rulings hold that Congress cannot add qualifications to the office of president. In addition, a state cannot prohibit indicted or convicted felons from running for federal office. Okay, so I was wrong. I stand corrected. He's more than able to get into the race. Yeah, so I mean, these people just talk shit all day long. Like, they just literally all they do is just talk. Nobody gets down to anything, it's just a long conversation that never ends. This is Stormy Daniels okay does she look like a horse face um well i mean it's let's not be rude uh maybe not so much in that picture there's a lot of boobs happening mm-hmm. um what about this one she's doing laundry that's a lot of boobs too like okay what about this way here we go this is all face what do you think of that one um no good well i mean I can kind of see the reference to a horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, if you, if like you think about her nose, do you see how her nose comes out? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then like the bottom of her chin. Yeah. Like it could kind of be like a, okay. You know, I, I don't know. You're asking me my opinion. Um, what about this one? I think why the long face, like her nose looks kind of weird in that picture. All right. Like it looks elongated. And then also in that like picture you just scrolled past, it kind of looked like a witch nose a little bit. Like if she has kind of like a. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog. Yeah. Too. Like a, a, like a long okay. and then it crooks down a little bit in one of the pictures. Okay. I don't know. Her nose looks different in every picture. And then this picture here. Yeah. I mean. Like that looks like a witch nose. Okay. You know, and her face looks completely different in that picture. Look at this one with the dark makeup. What do you think of that one? Yeah, no, like, that, that's bad. That's bad. That's not a good picture. This is, is that Matt Damon? Like, see, look, I could see the reference to horse face in that picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Just look at it and, pr- like, it's literally the start of a horse head. Oh, my gosh. Like, you no. You are savage. I'm an asshole. You are savage. Listen. We're done trashing poor Stormy. Like, She's- I mean, I don't have to see her so like i mean i think that in in some pictures yeah like i could get the idea like in her teeth like let me show you this one picture right here let me right. an open image in a new tab let's have it okay i'm gonna zoom in first so hold okay. stand by all right standing by okay. waiting for undo share screen the big now she looks completely different in this picture as well but do you see the teeth yeah, I don't think she's okay. ugly. No, I'm not saying she's ugly, but what I'm saying is I can see the reference to a horse face. Like not and I'm not being rude. Like no, I can no, 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 I no. can see why he called her horse face. Because in some pictures, 
it's kind of happening. Kind of like, you know, yeah. I, you asked me my opinion. I, I provided it. Otherwise, I, I don't really care about her. And I wouldn't call her names. Like, I, you, you did, know, I'm I sure mean, she's a nice person. I'm sure she's a lovely person. There's no question about it. And the poor lady, she needed to pay the rent. And we all been there before. Um, I mean, I haven't, but whatever. I mean, you know, but. I mean, you always have to pay the rent. You don't have to fuck Donald Trump to do it. <laughs> no, you don't. But it usually comes with a big payout. So I mean, not really. She got called horse face by the president of the United States. Like, and then she said he had a tiny dick. Who cares? Like that. Of course, that's going to be her response. Whether his dick is big or small, she's going to say, "You little dick, motherfucker." I mean, what else is can she say? Is that a standard say? insult that you? Yeah, would... that's okay. what women do. They they say that you have a small dick because they know that it gets to you. He didn't. He, if he has a small dick, he either doesn't give a fuck or his dick is huge and he doesn't give a fuck. Either way, <laughs> he won because he still fucked you repeatedly. You went back for it and he gets to fuck all of the, he got to and continues to fuck top tier women with his little dick. He's enjoying himself like it really didn't matter that she called him a little dick motherfucker. Now did it, but she's horse face. <laughs> You got you, you got that you got me there. Just saying. Just saying. Well, well done. Well people done. People will always remember that she was called Horseface. Less people are going to remember that she called him a little dick motherfucker. All right. Well, to 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 the fewer who call him a little dick motherfucker. So bless them all. I don't have anything else for this week. Uh, we covered quite a bit of material today. I would say local news, connecting it to bigger news, and then going on to Truth Social. I'm sure it's a cancer just as bad as Twitter. I don't get on Twitter that much, in fact, at all, really anymore. Uh, it's just an echo chamber of stupid things and the same goddamn memes I've seen like a million times. Like it's okay. It's terrible. It's okay. It's not the greatest thing. I'll give it a two out of ten. Two out of ten. Got some friends on there, but I don't even talk to them. So whatever. Uh, you have anything else uh, for before we depart? No. All right. Well, I'd like to thank our sponsors, GorseNexus.com. Bandley Industries, Ipain Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore keeps cycling very, very weird. Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes. Check her out. Resident artist, big deal. Talented person, wonderful person, and we're happy to have her. She's a free spirit, and we're lucky to have her, um, as uh, David Sedaris's mother once said. But, yes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I've come to the conclusion of the show, which means it's time to talk about soap. What about soap? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Good Friday is coming. And then after that, it's Easter. And people will probably die if they get close to you and smell you. But if you wear Todd's Gay Soap, if you use it, you may be able to resurrect them from the dead. Just like, he, like Jesus did three days after. Um, you're sitting down at the, at the dinner table. Easter is the, top, is the bronze medal of the holiday dinners for those who uh, celebrate the traditional ones, right? Mm -hmm. So we got Easter. We got Christmas. We got Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. Thanksgiving is the gold medal. It's not even close. Christmas is the silver medal. And right behind it, because the meal is similar, is Easter, Ostara, right? The mm -hmm. goddess. 
because uh, you know all these holidays were pagan first and that's fine if you don't do that sort of thing we wish you a happy easter with your chocolate crucifixes and eggs right signifying the resurrection of christ uh the peanut butter egg is the best one by the way because it has the largest peanut butter to chocolate ratio out of all the holiday Reese eggs keep that in mind remember where you heard it first right so you're sitting down at the dinner table maybe it's with your new girlfriend or boyfriend whatever your newlyweds whatever you know old married couple let's say you're not going to do this right because if you're an old married couple chances are you probably smell decent because you found somebody who's going to put up with your bullshit long enough. If you stunk, I don't think you'd have made it to the altar. Okay. Okay. Probably not. All right. But for those of you that want to make a good impression, please wash with Todd's gay soap. Todd's gay soap is going to keep you clean and fresh in the undercarriage fat folds. Belly button lint is out of there. It is an assassin of stink, right? It is a hitman of herpes. I don't know if we, I don't know if herpes can get eliminated. You're on your own on that one, but at least you'll smell nice. Please use Todd's Gay Soap. Check out AkronApothecary.com. Support our friend Todd. Most importantly, support Greg because Greg's got to put up with Todd and Todd is a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay? Todd is a lot. He's expensive and uh, he's himself. He's a good man, but Greg's Greg's a saint for putting up with him. Let me tell you what. Don't forget to wash with Todd's Gay Soap because Todd's Gay Soap is... I can't do the voice. It's soap for that ass, girl. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> Better wash it. Better wash that ass. Um, happy, uh, happy weekend, everybody. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, don't forget, check out the show notes. See if you can help out our friend Lexi. Okay? In show notes, you're going to have to go fund me on there. How about Lexi and family? Deeply grateful for those who have contributed and those who wish to contribute. Love you all. Check out the bit shoot. It's the third time I believe I mentioned it. Uh, Angel. So there yes, you go. Yes, good job. So have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.